ESPN 94.1 FM at 8 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Wednesday, June 17th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines. How do you do that? Well, it's real simple. All you have to do is pick up your phone and you dial 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. Miller Lite Hold True. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original white beer coming up this hour on the program. The basketball tournament is going to be the gift that continues to give and give and give for the next couple of weeks. And hopefully heard that the Marshall alumni team will win several games. Maybe they'll get to the championship, win that. That'll be great for them. That'll be great for the program. Ryan Taylor, one of the Thundering Herd alum on the team, joins us here in the next few minutes also. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. The National Football Foundation and College Hall of Fame announcing the names on the 2021 ballot. This is for induction into the College Football Hall of Fame. Chris Parker. Some Herd fans, you know Chris Parker. I don't need to explain it any further. For younger Herd fans, I'm finding this out, and I don't know if we just need to get the word out better. But Chris Parker is a big deal. So younger Herd fans, and I've talked to a few of you, don't know really too much about Chris. He came from the 90s, came from one of the most successful periods of Marshall football ever. Of course, he can claim national championship next to his accomplishments. Chris Parker, he joins us on the program about 5.30. So I'm looking forward to talking to him and uh, reintroducing him to a few people. For longtime Herd fans, you've been with the Herd for a long time. You know the deal. I don't need to really do that. But for younger Herd fans, for you newer Herd fans, maybe being a fan for the first time in your life, going to Marshall for the first time, or you've been around the program a few years, uh, you've become a fan, you don't know too much about, really, because you hear Randy Moss's name. I mean, really, you hear Randy Moss, you hear Chad Pennington, and you get those guys you hear Troy Brown, and you kind of get that name as well because, of course, he was with the Patriots. And you get that NFL connection because you connect a little bit more. Oh, hey, yeah, Randy Moss. I watched him in the NFL. He went to Marshall. Oh, hey, Chad Pennington. Yeah, I saw him in the NFL. He went to Marshall. For younger Herd fans, you know that. You kind of maybe focus in on that. Byron Leftwich, of course, he's having a nice second career. He's... I think it'll be head coach one day, and he'll do a great job. Byron Leftwich, you know him. Of course, you know him being carried on the field. That's an iconic moment. You know all that. But Chris Parker, I don't know if he gets enough love. So he's going to get plenty of love on this program today. So we're going to talk to him. And as I mentioned, we'll get your phone calls in 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. So what else we got going on today? Well, we're going to focus on those two things. There is some hope for baseball. Yesterday, if you would have asked me if baseball was coming back, I would have told you, no, baseball's not coming back. Not this year. Well, there might be some some positive movement on that front. Believe it or not, a new proposal's been put out. We're looking at more of a prorated pay that the players want. We're looking at maybe 60 games. If they could get 60 games in, 
I think we'd be good. Because I don't think you want to push baseball way past August, September, October. You don't want to go too much in the fall right now. I don't think so anyway. With the current climate, we don't know what the pandemic is going to allow to happen. We don't know what the models will show and actually be. So there's a lot of concern still that if you go too far, and of course with baseball, if you're playing in the late months, and that's going to be a concern for football as well. I mean, seriously, it's going to be a huge concern for football. Don't know where we're going to go, but we'll get into baseball a little bit later on. Hopefully they're going to be able to move forward. Hopefully we know soon with the NCAA what more can happen, what the schedules are going to look like, if there's going to be any adjustment, if NFL teams are going to be able to progress, if college football teams are going to be able to progress. So we get a lot of that stuff coming up, and we'll get into it, of course. As I mentioned, get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. You want to be a part of the program today. We are taking your phone calls, and you can also find us on social media. That's a great place to find us. Social media, at Paul Swan is my Twitter handle. Also, you can follow me on Facebook We've got a page set up just for you. It's called The Drive with Paul Swan. We post all our podcasts. We give you a heads up sometimes on when we've got great guests like today. If you're following us on social media, you already knew who was coming up on the show today. And guess what? We might have more stuff like that for you. So all you have to do is follow us on Facebook, follow me on Twitter. All easily done. You can do it while you're listening to this program. And, of course, while you're at it, Go ahead, get that podcast as well. Grab that Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, click, like, review, five stars, five stars. Not four, not four, five. Not one, not two, not three, not four, five, five stars. Spencer Dupuy, our producer, have you liked the podcast on Apple Podcasts? Have you given me five stars, sir? Uh, not only have I liked it on Apple Podcasts, yeah, I've reviewed it five stars, but it's also on my Spotify. Okay. So if I'm just feeling Spotify for the day, and some reason I'm not here, I can always tune in on Spotify as well. Good deal. Oh, by the way, I got some news today. You know the the Buck Buck Carlos have got a they got an Instagram account. I didn't know that. Did you know that they had an Instagram account? Yes, I did tell you that when we had uh, Lisa Williamson on. Okay. So I must have not maybe heard you clearly. Well, I guess you may have read over it. Okay. Because I wasn't in. That's when I couldn't come in. Yeah, I got you. Okay, that's 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 yeah. fair. That's fair. So well, guess maybe what? Maybe miscommunication there. I. That's okay. That's fair. We corrected that because guess the featured athlete is today. I just saw. <laughs> it's tell uh, me, the tell other, me, tell me who the featured athlete is today. It's the other Kinder Communications intern. Well, what's her name? Stormy not, Randazzo. So Stormy Randazzo is the featured athlete on the Instagram account today. The other, as you call her, the other intern. You're awful silent all of a sudden. she is the other intern. I'm one of the interns. She's the other intern. She's not here right now, so she is the other one. She is a junior from Texas. Uh, She majors in journalism. Uh, Semester GPA of 4.0. Overall GPA 3.55. And she made the Conference USA Academic Honor Roll. How's your GPA? Uh, it's not good. Um, <laughs> it's not it's good. Not, it's not as good as that. It's not as good as Stormy. It's not as good as that, And I missed out on the uh, the dean's list by point zero one. Okay, there's no shame in that. Point zero one. It sucks. Yes. It okay. Sucks. I mean, there's no shame. 1. There's no shame. You were close. 
You were close. You were very close. All right, we're going to take our first break, come back. We are going to uh, talk to Ryan Taylor. We're going to talk to Chris Parker later on. It's all coming up on on, on today's edition of The Drive here at ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yesterday sort of felt like March Madness. We had bracket unveiling yesterday for the basketball tournament. We were hoping, we, we kind of knew, but we were hoping still we'd see, heard that announced, and you saw the bracket unveiled. You saw West Virginia's alumni team of Best Virginia and then you saw Marshall's alumni team. I've heard that, and you thought to yourself, okay, I've seen this before, but all right, both teams are in. Let's get it going. Obviously, we're rooting for the Herd alumni team on this radio program, and joining us now to tell us a little bit more about what's going on is one of the uh, all-time greats at Marshall University, one of your favorite players, Ryan Taylor, with us now. And, Ryan, when you saw that, what were you thinking? Here we go again, Marshall, West Virginia. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, it's been a while since I played against West Virginia. You know, they kind of did away with the rivalry and then it was kind of renewed with the tournament game. But, um, I mean, I think it's a great call. Uh, we're looking forward to it, especially us Marshall people. Um, past few years, we're like 0 and 3, 0 and 4 against. This will be a big time win right here. A lot of bragging rights on this game, I feel like. What keeps you coming back to this thing? Um, it's um, it's exciting, and this year it's a little more challenging with uh, everything that's been put in place to keep you safe, keep everyone else safe with COVID-19. Um, this could have been a year maybe you just passed up on. Um, what made you decide to come back and go through all this? Um, Just the joy I get out of playing basketball still, and then on top of that, playing with my brothers that I played with at Marshall. You know, we've been through battles, boards, and it's a it's a great atmosphere to get out there and play in the CBT, and then uh, it's nationally televised. It's the only sport live up to date sporting event going on, so it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, you you mentioned you've got alumni team now. This isn't a just a collection of guys you know. It's mostly alumni. So along with you, Stevie Browning, you've got John and Aunt Elmore. You have. C.J. Burks, and then you get a few guys uh, that uh, you all sort of know to put together a, a team that represents Marshall. You think, uh, or have you seen already, a lot of people are maybe more excited now that it's an actual Marshall alumni team representing the herd? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the support we're getting and just the people around us just been talking to us about it. Uh, when they found out we were going to enter a Marshall team in the TBT, they were just excited. and. Um, now that it's actually a thing and we're actually in the tournament, it's even more better. You have the city of Huntington, uh, just the state of West Virginia, being represented in both ways. Would you like to see maybe you and your team on a different side of the bracket than the West Virginia team? I know this is going to generate a lot of conversation for several weeks, but you know, wouldn't it have been nice to see maybe two West Virginia-based teams just have a chance to go far in the tournament? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely would be. Uh, I think uh, the only other thing that would have made it better is if we were both able to meet up in the uh, championship. You know, that's big-time bragging rights right there for uh, over a million dollars. So you um, you scout teams. You're, you're a coach now. You, uh, you you put the breakdown on teams all the time. You, you know what you're doing out there. Um, 
Have you been scouting a little bit? You've seen these guys before, and collectively and not collectively, you know what they're all about. Um, you like the matchup? I mean, we're talking press Virginia here just about against you guys, and um, your team has been described as one that doesn't see a shot that it doesn't like. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I played against some of those guys. John played against them. Like the Marshall team in general, um, we know the physicality level is going to be there. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a game of two different styles, defense versus offense. And um, hopefully it, it's an entertaining game. And I think it will be. But uh, I think I think it'll be a good game to play in and watch and just be a part of in general. Now, onto the quarantine measures, you're going to have to pretty soon, if not already, you've got to go through a pretty strict regimen here of quarantining, putting yourself in a position where there's going to be a lot of tests. If one teammate tests positive for COVID-19, the whole team is disqualified. So you really are, I'm sure, locking down right now so you don't miss your opportunity to be a part of this tournament. Yeah, definitely. Um, with everything that's going on, um, it's very strict measures. Um, but uh, I think we'll be fine. Um, we're going to do a little uh, self-quarantine, which we already have been doing, but we're going to do it even a little more. And um, just get ready for training camp. You know, it's time to block out a lot of stuff. And I know it's, it's kind of hard with Father's Day weekend coming up and the tournament less than two weeks away. So it'll be difficult for some of those people that have, have those. That, that are parents and stuff like that, but I think it'll be fine. We, we'll be just okay. Yeah, it's um, that's a big that's a big issue there. Uh, for a lot of guys in this tournament, they're going to be away from family. They're going to be away from their children. They're going to be away from a lot of people uh, for the next few weeks. So it must feel good though that you guys are able to come together to do this because you wouldn't be able to if you didn't have the support in place, the mechanism to allow you to do this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we have our support system that's been working with us and just trying to get this thing on the ball and get it rolling has been and second to none. They've been awesome. You know, along with me, John, uh, Stevie, and certain people just reaching out to people that we know that can help out with us in any form of way, whether it be a, a team meal where we can get to know each other and bond like that or any little thing like that. They, they've been big help for us. Okay, I got to ask you, you got Ott Elmore as the general manager, and then you got John Elmore. I don't know, he's maybe like a floor general. Uh, where do you see your role? I mean, do you see yourself as a, a floor general throwing a little coaching in here? I mean, are you going to maybe do some coaching duties here? What's what's Ryan Taylor's role on this team? Um, I'll just say my role is to do whatever it takes to get the win. Um, but uh, definitely at Marshall, I was very outgoing. I talked a lot. and. Uh, on the court, and that kind of helped out a, a, a lot of people in certain situations as far as defensively and offensively. Um, so I can, I guess you can say that coaching thing's been in me for a while, and, uh, and now it just brought the light with me being a coach at high school. But I'm going to try to do a little bit of everything to get it done. Who talks more on the court, you or um, or John Elmore? Uh, John talks when he's scoring, and he gets in people's head. I just talk out there. Just, I'm like – like quarterback, I yell out the calls. Or I'm like the center of a football team. I yell them out, tell them where the stuff is coming from and stuff like that. So I'll probably have to give it to John, though. But you'll be this, you couldn't tell because it's the way John smiles and goes about it. 
It's good to have him out there, though, because he likes to go out there and he does talk a little trash. Uh, he's uh, he's funny about it at times, too. It's it's nothing terrible, but still, he likes to go out there and talk a little junk. That probably maybe takes a little pressure off you. You can go about your business and, and just go score since they're all focusing on John, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. That's We know John is, is, is the big name on our team, and uh, he's going to be out there talking and, and doing what he has to do. So we, Stevie, and the rest of the team will just be able to go about how we go. Hopefully we come out of there with a win on this first game. Joining us on the program, one of the all-time greats at Marshall University, Ryan Taylor, the heard that entry into the basketball tournament and as we mentioned you're going to be working with stevie browning cj burks both john and Ott elmore you've got rondell watson uh you got a few guys though that are not heard alum and i'm still sitting there going you know i'm rooting for chris coakley now from uab i'm rooting for that guy now i mean that's tough <laughs> yeah it is uh but we know what he brings to the table we i played against him for three years john for four um, and Ja'Cory Williams from Middle Tennessee. But uh, all those hard feelings that we had when we were playing against them were out the door, and uh, they're bored. They're ready to go. They're ready to rock and roll and get the thing started. I think those additions, along with uh, two others, uh, Ryan Luther, we played him when we played at Pitt that one year, and uh, Zach Smith that played at Texas Tech after the big. I think we added a lot of key pieces to our team that, that can help us and uh, push us far in this tournament. How is it working with those guys? Are you had much chance to really work with them gel yet? Uh, I, I know with the, the pandemic, it's been tough for guys to try to work out and try to stay in shape and try to, to get some gym time. You know, Have you had much to work with these guys or just basically been more conversations? Uh, it's been more conversations, but uh, when I was still playing, I would go out and work out with a Ja'Cory Williams, so I know what he brings and and the other guys I played against them, and they're still playing, so I know they haven't let up. If anything, they got a lot better. So uh, right now, it's just been a lot of conversation via text or FaceTime or Zoom meetings and stuff like that. But uh, they'll be here in uh, West Virginia uh, Friday, and we're going to have a training camp and get things on the road and get them ready to go. You kind of relieved you finally get to this point. You, as you mentioned earlier, this is going to be on ESPN. It's going to be the only basketball action for a long time that any of us get. Uh, it felt like March Madness yesterday with the with the bracket being announced, and you know we need this right now. Would you agree that you know with sports being gone so long, this is sort of therapeutic for all of us. We need this. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I think uh, it. it 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 won't take a lot off of what's going on in the world, but it'll take some somewhat off of it. Um, sports is a, a is an outing for a lot of people. Uh, they get away from a lot of things personally, and besides personally other things. But uh, with this being on and and how fun and entertaining it is, as far as the basketball, the the commentators and stuff like that, it's a very laid back, relaxed type of sport but it's still high intense with the basketball. But I definitely think this, uh, even the players, the people watching, I think everybody needs this as a whole. Joining us on the program, one of the all-time greats at Marshall University, Ryan Taylor. The Heard That entry will face off against the West Virginia alumni entry of Best Virginia. You guys are going to be on July 5th, the day after Independence Day. So uh, 
you know, a lot of people are going to uh, be enjoying the holiday and uh, locking in and watching you guys play. And uh, I know you got to be excited for this, and uh, I think we all are as well. Uh, it's tough doing a sports talk show on a daily basis, Ryan, without any content. So this helps a lot. I mean, it's a... Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate being on um, talking. I was telling uh, one of my coaches, I said, I haven't, we haven't been in the sports world. I haven't had to do anything like this in a long time just because of the COVID, you know, cut the high school basketball season short, but it's always good to be on and just talk. And just talk about sports, you know. Like I said, sports is always an outing for people. All right, we're looking forward to it. Uh, good luck with this, and then I can't wait for us to get you back on when we're talking high school basketball again. I, I hope we can get to that point where we're right back doing the things that uh, we all love to see you do. Thank you. You too. Thank you. It's Ryan Taylor, one of the all-time greats at Marshall University, part of Heard That. Heard That will take on Best Virginia. That's going to be on July 5th in the basketball tournament. I'm excited for that. The state, I'm sure, excited for it. We get basketball back, and West Virginia really has something to talk about for the next few weeks as West Virginia Marshall all over again. When we come back, though, we're going to turn our attention square and solely on Marshall football. Chris Parker joins me on the other side of the break here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our Kindred Communications family of stations reminds you of the need for blood donations to the Red Cross. Blood is always needed. It may save your life or the life of a loved one. This reminder is brought to you in part by Ashland Cycle Center, 1301 Greenup Avenue, Ashland, Kentucky. United Way of the River Cities. Be an agent of change at United Way of the River Cities. The special venues at Marshall University. Host a wedding reception, banquet, or reunion. Look no further than Marshall University. Phone 304-696-2538. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Wednesday, June 17th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So yesterday we get the ballot find out who's eligible to get into the college football hall of fame. And of course, what do I do? I immediately scour it until I find out who do I know that's on this ballot. And um, once again, um, let me just point out, he should already be in, but we're going to work our tails off to get him in. One of the all time greats at Marshall university, Chris Parker is on the ballot and he joins us now on the program. And, uh, can I hype you up any further, Chris? Uh, you know, all-time great. I mean, is there? am I missing anything? Uh, you'd have to ask my wife. She does a better job of keeping the stuff. Okay. Maybe we should get her on, too. She could help hype us up. But uh, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the show, uh, one, of course, this is a, a great honor to even be on the ballot. But, two, you played in the 90s. Some of the youngins, including my show producer, really doesn't know – enough about Chris Parker you look at you historically statistically and everything you did at Marshall I mean you hold up as one of the all-time greats period uh and so I kind of feel like maybe we need to reintroduce some of the younger herd fans to you the old ones that have been around for a while they know the deal but but really you were there at probably one of the most important times of Marshall football history yeah it definitely was a time that um I feel like we were building um of course you know jim don and he'll be in the coach at the time and you know had some uh, great uh, teammates you know guys i'll shout out uh, aaron ferguson uh, glenn pedro you know just some guys that really 
um, helped to be a family. And uh, I think we were able to accomplish a lot in a short window. And, and I think the city was hungry for it. And I'm glad we were able to accomplish so much. And, you know, obviously, you know, Michael Payton, you know, God rest his soul, you know, was instrumental to that time as well. You look at your stats and, of course, that's where I'm sure a lot of voters are going to look at, just see the stats and, and see that you had a substantial career. But y- as you mentioned, um, I think you had probably a more impactful career at Marshall than you would have anywhere else because everything you just mentioned. I mean, this was a time where Marshall was trying to build a program. The stadium was uh, was brand new. You bring yep. in Coach Don in, and the level of success finally rose to what everyone was hoping for. And yeah, you could have probably had the same career somewhere else, but you're probably more beloved and more remembered for it here than you might have been anywhere else. With these same same success, you probably get more love here than you would anywhere else. Yeah, you know, it's you know definitely definitely hard to say. You know what you know you know, with stones unturned, but, you know, Huntington definitely was a place for me that fostered great family. Um, I met my wife there and uh, that's obviously super important to me. And, you know, ironically, we're celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary, July the 1st coming up. So that's the sweetest part of the whole thing is that I met her there and, and she was very much a part of my success. You know, she, you know, was there for me before and after games, you know, really just being everything that a wife would be even before, you know, she was my wife. So I owe a lot of credit to her. The Marshall kingdom, if you will, uh, owes a lot of credit to her because she is um, definitely an instrumental part of, of what I feel like I was able to accomplish. And, and, and like you said, I think Huntington was just that kind of town where someone like me, you know, leaving home for the first time, going off, into the big bad world, if you will, on my own. I feel like Huntington allowed me to to grow up and uh, to become a man and to to leave a legacy. Uh, because when I look back at the time, I was able to come back with my son and my daughter, and you know, I can't remember what the event was, but to see some of the different buildings on campus and to walk into the Hall of Fame and to see a lot of guys, you know, the Troy Browns, the Mike Bartrams, you know, and even some many guys that have passed on kind of eerie to be in a place where you know so much death has already happened natural and unnatural but um definitely a place that i remember fondly and i'm always glad to get back there when i get back it's been a minute but um huntington is always um, have a will always have a big piece of my heart chris parker is with us and of course he was a member of several championship runs and now you have an opportunity to to get into the the Hall of Fame. Uh, when you first um, when this first became a possibility, what what was going through your mind, maybe, or what were you feeling when this first became a possibility that hey, I might be able to get into the College Hall of Fame? You know, it's 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 probably the furthest thing from my mind, uh, thought wise, because you know I'm, I'm the kid that was too small, uh, went out to play football for the first time, got cut, went home, cried to mom. You know, in high school, played, got the chance to start as a as a junior, got put back on the bench when the guy came back, and then as a senior got to start. And then, luckily, blessed in a way, in a super way, was able to get a scholarship and to come to Marshall and even to get on the field as a scholar, you know, as a scholarship athlete and 
to have the success that I had has far surpassed any dream or goal that I ever set for myself. And, you know, not to mention, you know, a couple of years with the Jags, two years with the Jags. So to be in the College Football Hall of Fame or to be nominated to be in the College Football Hall of Fame is really icing on the cake and uh, far more um, praise and far more accolades than, than I would have ever anticipated. But I'm definitely humbled by the opportunity and um, I'm just grateful for, you know, to be on the ballot and it would be, it would be the honor of a lifetime, you know, if it comes to fruition, um, you know, so they're definitely very humbling. I would say that's, that's really the word that, um, you know, whoever imagines that that's something that they could accomplish, but, um, you know, dreams do come true. Are you enjoying, or I hope you're enjoying it, maybe sort of a renaissance where people are rediscovering people like me. I mean, we, yeah, we're in the same class. Uh, you know, I was there, you were there at the same time. I was, a, I was in the stands as a fan in 1992 for that first championship game. So, you know, you know, we're the same era. But have you started to maybe enjoy younger Hurt fans rediscovering that time of Marshall football and finding out who you are? Has that happened for you yet? You know, it has uh, a few times, you know, just different times. Um, you know, my son was, was playing at um, UNC Charlotte and, you know, just going up at some, some games there, especially when they played Marshall, um, almost like a little bit of a, uh, a reunion of sorts, you know, and um, and even as a result of that, you know, being able to do some some Zoom calls here during the quarantine and, and catch up with some guys that um, you know I hadn't you know seen in years, and um, you know that's always really cool, you know, just thinking of even some of the guys on the West Coast. I'll give a shout out like Yuri Hill and and um, Baron Todd, you know, some guys that uh, you know we've had some different events, you know, found out you know Joey Davis, you know, DJing and. You know, just, just some really cool things that have come out of that. And, um, you know, it, it's really, you know, like you said, it's, it's, it's family um, that, that we've grown to be. And um, I think that, again, Marshall has definitely played an instrumental role in that. Now, I don't know how you, you campaign for, for this. Uh, and I, I don't feel like you're the type that's going to put out a marketing campaign. But uh, your wife sounds like she you would. Well. Yeah, your wife sounds like she would. She'd be the one that would go out and – and hammer this home. Um, yeah. Do you feel like you know, everything speaks for itself or maybe someone needs to advocate for you a little more to, to maybe get this dream, make this dream happen for you? Because I mean, obviously a guy like me, I'm going to advocate for you. And that's, that's one thing, but just as, as your story gets back out there again, do you feel that maybe others could help you or your wife, maybe she's going to be the one leading the charge on this? Uh, you know, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not against someone. If someone wants to take the torch and, and run with it, um, you know, I'm not one to to toot my own horn, so to speak. And, and and naturally, you know, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't speak a little bit on the the, the social climate of our country. I mean, obviously, I'm a black man in our country, and you know, and, and we're not necessarily being smiled upon, you know, so greatly right now. So if 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 I were to take a personal um, crusade and, and try to, you know, really promote myself into the Hall of Fame during this time, I feel like it would be, you know, me really taking away from a bigger struggle that's going on right now. But, um, you know, yeah, for sure, my wife would definitely be wanting to campaign. And um, Aaron Ferguson and Chris Gross, you know, two of my buddies, I'm sure they'd be on the campaign trail. And um, I actually talked with Aaron, you know, through text, and he was like, he's like, then when it happens, we're going to be there. And, um, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, he's been a friend 
for a long time. And even one game, we actually stopped at his parents' house and crashed there at their house and slept. You know, they had never met me like that. You know, my wife and I actually spent the night with them and had a great time of fellowship with them. And, um, you know, so it's definitely, like I said, an honor uh, to to uh, to be in this position. And, and uh, my hat's off to whomever, you know, is responsible for, for keeping the train moving. But um, there was a... I guess a sense of humility in me that if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't want to have to campaign for it. Chris Parker joins me. He is uh, on the ballot for induction into the College Football Hall of Fame. And if you would, let's go back just a second. As you mentioned, right now, the climate in America with a lot of things happening, uh, we're we're in in difficult times for everyone. And do you look at the times we're in now? as a former athlete and see athletes not only on the pro level but in the college level as well finally being able to feel like they can use their voice use their platform use their power if college athletes realize how powerful they were in the grand scheme of things um it would be a a tidal wave of things that could happen because for many years, do you, do you feel like the voices weren't heard or the voices weren't able to speak up? Because now it feels like they're able to speak up and being heard more. Yeah, you know, I, I think that this is a, definitely a, a pivotal time in our country. And I, I feel like, you know, every time that there's unrest, you know, I'll, I'll use that word, um, you know, there are people that, that speak up. There are voices, you know, that have spoken up, you know, over the course of time and over history, athletes or not. Um, but you know, I do believe that, um, you know, we as uh, people at large, you know, do have an opportunity um, to, to lift our voices. And me being someone that's not on social media, uh, you know, so my, my voice is not often heard. So this is probably a rare treat for, for somebody. But um, because I don't, you know, typically get on, never been on Facebook, you know, I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn. So, you know, you can find me out there. But um I definitely feel like this is an opportunity for a lot of change to happen. And I, and I, you know, I commend the companies that have already, you know, started to look at, you know, how they are or are not necessarily leveling the field for people of color. You know, um, I commend the folks that are, are white, you know, to be honest, you know, that are speaking up and saying, Hey, no longer am I going to be a standard by, you know, when I hear a racist joke, you know, no longer am I going to going to you know turn a blind eye when I see a you know a kid getting choked out in the street because you know that could have been my son. You know, so you know, and some of those things are conversations are already happening. Um, you know, so I'm encouraged by that. Um, you know, and I personally have been you know subject to some similar type of experiences. You know, um, you know it was called the N word. You know, one time Kim and I were walking in Huntington. You know, I mean, I'm not one to let words my soul it's kind of like sticks and stones they break my bones the words will never hurt me you know so i shake it off and keep it moving but that doesn't necessarily let me escape if you will the fact that when i look in the mirror that you know in a lot of eyes you know i'm public enemy number one as a black man you know so i do feel like the fact that you know i'm getting this honor and you know i'm getting an opportunity to to, to speak out and say you know, fight the good fight, you know, whether you are a black man, a black woman, a white man or a white woman or any other nationality, if you're looking for and fighting for peace 
and justice for all, then let's get it done. You know, so um, this is just a, um, like I said, a great honor to me to be able to be in this position. And um, I like to think, you know, when I was in Huntington, I promoted that. You know, I was never one that, you know, I was only going to hang with the black guys or was going to act any certain way. You know, when I when I volunteered at the Boys and Girls Club, I think it's Gaindot. I worked there a couple of summers. You know, it was kids of all nationalities. And, you know, I, I loved them all the same, wanting to see them do well, wanted to you know encourage them to be the best that they could be and um, to dream big, you know, and that's um, what I'm hoping that all this ends up being when it's all said and done, kind of a recalibration, if you will, of, you know, of things. And, and you know, and, and to the cops that are out there that are doing the right thing, you know, I pat you on the back because I know it's a hard job, a thankless job. And, you know, and, and, you know, for the ones that need to correct, you know, I pray that, you know, they get that correction from their peers and that they come to a new sense of what humanity is all about and, you know, and not make it so difficult for someone like me just to, you know, take a road trip or walk down the street or take a jog without looking over my shoulder thinking, is this my last day? Chris Parker is with us. He is uh, on the ballot for induction into the College Football Hall of Fame. And, of course, a tremendous career at Marshall, uh, outstanding member of the community. Um, before I let you go, Chris, uh, do you do you believe, you feel with athletes, uh, I mean, we probably get the same type of comments, stick to sports. You know, me on the radio, you as an athlete or an athlete in general, stick to sports. Um it, it, it just makes you feel a lot better knowing that, okay, athletes are finally not st- sticking to sports in large quantities. I mean, everyone is finally realizing, look, um, we're not just going to stick to sports. There are things happening, and we're going to be heard. Yeah, you know, I, I think that that, you know, really, you know, speaks for itself when you think of, you know, all of what athletes have been able to accomplish and, and you know, and, you know, yeah, you know, for a lot of reasons, you know, athletics, um, is is something that young men particularly gravitate towards, you know, because you know it's fun, you know, it's 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 camaraderie, it's 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 challenging, it's rewarding, it's painful, you know, you have you laugh, you cry, uh, but again, to to be someone that's able to, you know, come to a university, you know, get a degree, you know, like I said, meet meet my wife of you know coming up on 25 years now. And, you know, raised two kids, you know, one at UNC and the other one at UNC Charlotte. And, and then both of them on their way to being very productive members of society and, you know, doing what they're supposed to do and, and, and trying to live, you know, the, the white fence, um, you know, the house with the picket fence dream. You know, that, that's all anybody ever wants to do. So, um, you know, if, if, if with the life that I've lived and the legacy that I leave behind in some way makes life better for my kids and my grandkids and, and any kids of Huntington or, or beyond that I may have had an opportunity to touch through conversation or a presentation, then, hey, the world is a little bit better place, and, and I'm happy with that.
Chris Parker joining us on the program. He is on the ballot for induction into the College Football Hall of Fame, one of my all-time favorite running backs, of course. I mean, we're in school at the same time, so you're going to automatically be one of my favorites. I mean, just period. <laughs> yeah. Period. You're buying Forget those other guys that have come since. I mean, they're all the standard is Chris Parker and then everybody else. Uh, and I, I'll tell those guys during interview day, hey, back when Chris was running, I'll, I'll remind them. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Chris, uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Um, hopefully we can get you back on soon. We'll get your wife on. She will she can lead the hype campaign for us. We'll get her on to do oh, some yeah. more promotion. Oh, yeah. She, um, she will definitely get on. And, um, you know, for those moviegoers, I'm going to do a shameless plug. She has a movie coming out next year. She's an actor, and it's called The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, so she will have a, a part in that. And, um, you know, there's some other things that, you know, she's done um, on some of the other platforms. Uh, 30 Day Promise is one of them. Um, the struggle is real. I believe it's on um, Yahoo or one of those. But you know, so, so she has some things out there, you know, and uh, you know, so she's dreaming now. I've dreamed my dream, and you know, played football, and now she's you know trying to more and more break into that big screen. So that's um, that's what's next. So you'll probably hear more about that from me and her if you bring her back. Excellent. We will do it. That's a promise, Chris. Thank you for your time. I do appreciate it. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Chris Parker nominated for College Football Hall of Fame. He's on the ballot. Hopefully we can get him in. We'll wrap it up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up the Wednesday, June 17th edition of the show I'm your host, Paul Swan, Spencer Dupuis behind the glass running the show today. We're here every day from 5 to 6 on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 before we call it a day. Uh, we don't want to miss that Athlon Sports. They have released their preseason all-conference USA team, and Marshall has eight on the board. We start with uh, Tavante Beckett. We have uh, Talik Keaton. We've got Brendan Knox on the list. Uh, Kane Madden. I love Kane Madden. That that I love that guy. I like all these guys, but um, you know, Brendan is just solid. Kane is is just again. If you're a good talker on interview day, uh, you get much love from me. Xavier Gaines on the list. Uh, Darius Hodge made the second team. Alex Millette, Nazi Johnson. They were fourth team selections. And, of course, you can uh, check all of this stuff out, HerdZone.com, for the full story and release. And, of course, Athlon Sports. Uh, do I even want to get sports magazines this year? Do I want in, – in a COVID-19 world, do I want to get preseason magazines that break down and preview when nobody really had a spring? Nobody had a spring. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Hopefully, uh, we can get some things going on. I'm not. I'm not buying a magazine. Not. Not. Not yet. I mean, if you if you want to grab them, that's good. That's cool. Because this was pre-internet. We run to the we'd run to the newsstand, and I would get in the car with Bill Cornwell, and we would just hit the newsstand, and we would get. We would get the Athlon, and we would get, we would just, we'd have a stack of them. We didn't have internet. 
What was this internet thing here? I had Prodigy. I had CompuServe, man. At AOL, we didn't have this like internet thing where we could just get all this stuff for free and not pay for anything and uh, ruin the entire media landscape by wanting to read everything for free. No, we didn't have any of this stuff. But we'd go get the magazines, and, and now uh, you can get this stuff readily and freely sometimes on the internet. And that's going to do it for this edition of the program. The program is free for you all the time right here live on ESPN 94.1 or you can go to our podcast and get it, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast is where you'll find the program. I want to thank my guests this afternoon. We had some really outstanding voices on the show today. Ryan Taylor joining us from her, that part of the Marshall basketball alumni team, and one of the all-time greats, Marshall football, Chris Parker. Appreciate those gentlemen for joining me on the program this afternoon. For our producer, Spencer Dupuis, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.